Welcome back to the Icelandic Roundup. This is episode 13. Uh, my name is Josiane Gatins. I'm culture editor at Reykjavik Grapevine and I'm joined by... Valur Grattison and I'm the editor-in-chief at Reykjavik Grapevine. And uh, you may have noticed we weren't here last week. It was a public holiday in Iceland. Yes. There's loads of public holidays at this time of year. Well, we are a very Christian society. Absolutely. Uh, and we, we have a lot of these uh, days off be- connected to the Christianity. And because we are good Christians, we mm-hmm. of course use these days like we are, like and, and worship our God. Oh, I guess. Yes, you were in like, church for hours. Uh, well, I actually went to church the other day, and it was it was. I mean, the mass is always too long. That's for sure. <laughs> like, if, if I used to work as actually as a theater critic uh, for a while, mm-hmm. and if this would be like, and this is basically theater, right? Right. And, sure. Uh, and I was just watching this, and I was like, this would never fly in in, in theater. You you need to have this forty minutes at least. Like that's the, the top. Here. I mean, you really should have a word with. God, I guess. I don't know. I'm I mean, not really sure who's in charge. I mean, of this. they dressed up the, these priests and everything. They're in their costumes and they have props and and whatnot. This is just theatre, and <laughs> and it needs to be more entertaining. Although the the priest actually was, uh, she was a nice singer. I, I like that. Okay, that's uh, good. Well, yeah. I, th- I think that sounds like a solid six out of ten for for church there from well, Gretison. Yeah, it's a solid six. That's a good point. But okay. m- to my surprise, actually, Italy became a Christi- Christian in, in that mass. This but is your son, right? This is my son is uh, eight years old and he was th- there with me just for a uh, coincidence basically we were doing stuff because of the sailors day uh, or the sea- seamen's day or how yeah we, fishermen and that fishermen's day we, we honor our, our uh, sailors uh, we've done so for like 60 70 years uh, my father was a sailor of course and, mm-hmm. and therefore i have to, have to go with my mom to this uh, yeah, to this mass and Italy uh, never been there before he even asked me like when, when he saw the picture of Jesus he was like who is that <laughs> I was like yeah that, this guy is called Jesus it's like why is he flying well it's like uh, Marvel you know it's like uh, it's like, Marvel. like the, these these superheroes he's that oh, kind of boy. guy yeah that, that yeah. kind of and he was he was down with this okay <laughs> anyways news right? uh, news I guess I mean I'd happily talk more about this but before we go into the news of course we have to mention our sponsors yes. for today so we we have Lava Car Rental. If you're coming to Iceland this summer and, you know, not biased or anything, but I recommend you do. Lava Car Rental are the perfect people to uh, use for renting a vehicle, yes. uh, whether that's a camper van, if you want to travel around the ring road, or if you're looking to go on some of the F roads, which are gravel roads, you yes. need the right kind of vehicle for that. So exactly. Lava Car Rental, check them out. They're online and the link is also in the description. Yes. And of course, uh, Lava Center, a wonderful tech museum in the south of Iceland uh, they if you haven't seen a volcano this is more or less the next best thing uh, and uh, I love it they have a plate where you can feel earthquakes and they have screens where you can feel the ash fall and ash uh, yes ash <laughs> <laughs> that is A-S-H, like asshole. <laughs> um, yeah, they're brilliant. We love it. We go there a lot. And we've, uh, if you've um, been watching our latest volcano video series, we filmed all the intros to that there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they are great guys. Definitely not one to be missed. Yes. And hello also to people watching us on YouTube. Uh, all of our podcasts go out to our uh, YouTube members. Yes. Uh, on the day that they are re- released as podcasts. So if you want to watch us, see us in real life, you can do that. Um, we occasionally also release some of the videos later on, but only the members get them straight away. And we definitely recommend as well that you check out one of our latest videos that we have released to everybody if you want to see what it's like. We did a great video with um, the chair of the Tenants Union. 
yes. about uh, housing prices and rental prices right. in Iceland, which is still a hot topic news. Still so a hot topic. Definitely uh, check that out. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to start with uh, quite the grim news. Uh, this is uh, about Reynisfjara. Uh, you know this beach, uh, if you know anything about Iceland, this is the black famous beach close to Vík í Mýrdal. It's uh, like deep in the south of mm-hmm, Iceland. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's wonderful, it's beautiful, it's haunting and whatnot. It's like it's very different from anything you can see. It's the, it's the picturesque, it's the classic black beach. If you've seen a black yeah. beach from Iceland on Instagram, then this is the beach that we're talking about now uh, over the weekend uh, there were news about this man that uh, like that a person went into the ocean uh, like one of these waves grabbed him and mm-hmm. he went with him with uh, the waves into the ocean this is of course the north atlantic ocean it's uh, extremely cold it's extremely violent yes. all the time especially in the wind when it's windy uh, the the helicopter, the search and rescue teams, uh, and so on. All of them were the coast guard. Uh, all of them came there, uh, and uh, like they were called out, and they came mm-hmm. there uh, around one, like sixty minutes later. It takes time actually to get there just yes. because of logistics. Yes. Uh, now the man was dead uh, when he was found. He yeah. was uh, eighty years old, uh, older gentleman. Uh, and he is the fourth man that the fourth person that actually dies in the in, on this beach uh, since like the tourist uh, boom, if you will, yeah. started in 2011. Uh, not sure if any Icelanders have ever just died there. Not at least uh, to my knowledge. Not recently. Uh, I don't believe anyway. And the thing is, of course, this is incredibly, uh, incredibly popular destination, of course, for everyone because it is such a beautiful place, and 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 it is so special in so many ways. You even have the basalt, rocky cliffs there, yeah, which the, are the those, columns, the columns, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those alone are very unique. You have a cave there, very nice. I think uh, these caves have been used in, in Hollywood movies and so mm-hmm. on. Uh, but the thing is that uh, the waters there are incredibly dangerous and the waves are, uh, I think they call it sneaker waves or something yeah, like so that. Yeah, so basically what happens uh, here is that, that uh, you know, it's a very popular tourist destination, both in terms of uh, self-guided tours, but also in terms of tour groups going there. And I yeah. believe that this man who died was part of a tour group. His mm-hmm. wife also was dragged into the water, but the tour guide who was with them managed to grab her mm-hmm. and, and save her. But people go very close to the edge. And, you th- and you know, we've been there. Yeah. We know what it's like. You think that you are... Uh, a safe distance from the waves they're coming to the same point every time and Mm -hmm. you're beyond that but every so often and it's you know there's a lot of misinformation about this as well it's every seventh wave or something like that but it's not as predictable and that's the whole problem a big wave will come almost out of nowhere you can't see how big it's going to be by watching it coming along uh, towards the shore and they're very powerful and the tides are so strong so if you get your feet taken out from under you you are taken very far out to sea very quickly very quickly and it's impossible to swim back yes. that, that's also the other thing it's mm-hmm. in, like you have to have, be in a very good physical shape to, to yes. do this and many people of course know this just from the beaches in the Tenerife or whatever yep. wherever they are yep. but this is like like 20 times that yes so it's a uh, it, it's, it's sad, but uh, this also has riled up Icelanders because uh, we don't like seeing anyone dying in, no. the, in the nature of ours. We know that the nature is, uh, Iceland is very dangerous in, in various ways. Yeah. And the thing is that uh, uh, the, the, the local government there, uh, the council uh, mm-hmm. in Vík Myrdal, 
they uh, like there there is an assessment that has been done there about like danger and so on. Yeah. And they want to close the beach off entirely uh, when it when it's very windy yeah. and so on. So it limit basically. I mean. It, it is safe to be on the beach yes. in a, I mean, I've been there in nasty weather. Yes. It's no problem. Just keep away from the these like the ocean or like the, the, the beaches where you can see how far the, the wave comes up. Absolutely. So. And I, I mean, you can, the difficulty with this is that essentially if you were going to close the beach in high winds, you'd essentially be closing it for the whole of the winter yeah, in, right. in real life. Um, but also there's a, there's one of the reasons uh, why this possibly hasn't what, why things haven't been done more significantly towards this is there's a lot of discussion about who's actually responsible here. Yeah. Uh, does the responsibility fall on terms of the people who are visiting? Right. Is it the tour guides that they're with? Mm-hmm. Is it the local council? Is it the national yeah. government? Who actually is responsible yeah. for setting up either like some kind of Coast Guard, yeah. Life Watch, Post, or, and, you know, whatever. And the thing is, there are many ideas that have come up there. Also, I mean, everybody that visited the place, they can see that there are, like, tons of signs there. Yes. There were no signs there before 2012 or 13. Yeah. Oh, it's like, yeah. this was not a concern at all. I said, there's no the ocean, and, and we know these beaches can be quite... Uh, uh, difficult, yeah. Uh, and but uh, so you should be aware when you go there uh, that this can be dangerous. Yes. But we are curious animals, the, the humans, and mm-hmm. we, we we tend to go closer, and especially like when we have like like perhaps older people that are perhaps not as quick on their feet yeah. because it can also just. Be, surprise you completely. Yes. Uh, also, like when people are around the cave, yes. uh, the cave floods in actually. So yes. it's, it's even uh, like you have to calculate it a little bit. With the uh, tides and everything, yeah. you have to be aware. And so if like if you're with a tour guide, of course, uh, this the, you, you should rely on him and, and, and listen to him. But if you're going there alone, uh, you, you just, you have to be extra careful about it. And this is going to be a, uh, debate within the industry of tourism because i mean four deaths uh, in one beach over the, like over a decade is yeah. huge in iceland this is not uh, something that we would like we have never seen this before to be honest unless like perhaps in silvera in thingvallava yeah where we, the people used to like there are a few people died there when uh, when diving mm-hmm. not snorkeling yeah keep in mind is when you dive down there because the the waters there are around zero degrees to one degree, uh, it's incredibly cold and mm-hmm. uh, and it's incredibly rocky and so on. <laughs> Definitely, and I think you know uh, this is uh, a personal opinion, but I think that kind of driven by this desire, Iceland is this like kind of Instagram picture perfect paradise to a lot of of people and more and more people want to get that shot you know like something that they've seen before or like this iconic moment and they will push themselves or the situation to the limit to try and get this perfect photograph Mm -hmm. um you know we can only encourage you if you're here visiting iceland or you know or if you live here respect the icelandic nature be aware of your surroundings nothing is worth taking too much of a risk for and uh, and but also the good news perhaps is that Icelanders are not very keen on banning things. No, we we actually try to trust people, uh, yeah. uh, and people are uh, have a lot of individual freedom when mm-hmm. it comes to anything in Iceland. Uh, so it's uh, I'm not sure if they're gonna ban like close it off, 
but uh, there might be a lifeguard or something, yeah. but who's going to pay the lifeguard? It's just a, like practical elements Absolutely. that are here. Well, we're going to go to Turinsfjara. Uh, we're recording on Monday and we're going to go tomorrow uh, when this podcast comes out yeah. and record a newscast there. So if you want to hear more about this and to see the beach itself, yes. make sure uh, and check that out. And perhaps teach you a little bit uh, how, how this works, basically. Uh, and then to Nice Air. Nice Air. Yeah. What a cute name, first of all, for it's, an airline. I a, love it. It's a very good name, right? So these guys are new. These They're guys are... This is the first time ever that we have actually an airline. Well, it's not an airline. It's like a travel uh, office, basically. Yeah, they, that's a bit complicated, actually. That's yeah, why it's getting... Exactly. And complicated. <laughs> so they so they buy service, basically, from uh, an airline within mm-hmm. the EU mm-hmm. uh, to fly, like, if you want to go to Tenerife from... The, like, if you live in the north, it has yes. it has been like quite a headache that you have to go completely on the other side of the country to Keplavik yeah. uh, or Reykjanes, uh, which is like uh, 700 kilometers away or something. And it, it, it and it's also like, uh, it, yeah, it, it simplifies everything for the people there that they can go to Denmark, uh, they can go to Tenerife, yeah, I think. Uh, and they used to be able to go to London. Well, this is the thing. So just to make clear, this is a, a, a new air service based in Akureyri, in the north of Iceland. Yes, so this exactly. is this is uh, it's only kind of launched, opened, whatever, what a month ago maybe. So yeah, it's it, um, and these are like local business people that yeah. owns this and run this, and they are quite well known in Iceland, and they have been. Uh, in, in in many things like business affairs. Yes. Uh, but they were selling uh, trips to London, uh, yes. to Heathrow. Yeah. Uh, then all of a sudden, just uh, a few weeks ago, there was some hiccup about this and they thought that they had all the the, uh, the, the necessary permits to, yes. to fly between the countries. But the thing is, uh, of course, Iceland is not in the EU uh, and the UK is obviously not in the EU, like we all know now. <laughs> and, and Sorry, the, you can't, we can't talk about it, it's dramatic. Yeah, and, <laughs> and the thing is, of course, that uh, all of a sudden on Friday, uh, the, the, just uh, a few hours before the, the, the flight was supposed to go into the air, uh, it was clear that Icelanders could not fly from Akureyri to uh, London Heathrow. And the reason is because they're using an uh, airline within the EU market. And this is like a consumer thing. It's like uh, the UK is trying to protect the, their airlines for from competition or something like that. But if this would have been an Icelandic airline, yeah. then it would have not been an, any uh, concern because Iceland and the UK have like a lot of uh, agreements between them, like about how travel between uh, countries and, and so on, like specific agreements. Yeah. So, so basically, yeah, so this was its maiden flight to the UK, which, yeah. uh, which happened last week. And, you know, it was very exciting. Yeah. Um, and although it made it to the UK, uh, the passengers who were booked on it to yeah. return were not allowed to return on the flight and had to book with other airlines flying back to Iceland. Right. So uh, in the period of time of, of the flight, getting to the uk yeah. everything all agreements whatever had they thought was going to happen yeah. fell apart yeah um and this is, seems to be a, a weird kind of quirk specifically to do with brexit yeah this, this is a brexit thing exactly yeah. that's the thing and they have to now go through the same uh like things that any other eu company need to, need to do uh, if they want to land at heathrow there's like three months uh, yeah like uh, long application yes uh, and uh, it's incredibly complicated and it's, it's just ha- like like work that they have to 
go through. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah, this has been post like it's like one quirks of the Brexit yes. that, that Icelanders in, in the north cannot fly to Heathrow for some reason. It's really frustrating, and it seems to be so. So there's they've they've been through this three month application process, um, but the authorities are now stipulating that the this the company because of again this weird place that it uh, is between it's not a real airline yeah. it's chartering these flights etc right. it's essentially like a travel agency yeah, right. and so therefore it needs to be offering for sale uh, travel packages which includes hotels and rental cars right. as well as the flights exactly. and that's not I mean they've just launched yeah. and as a business they're saying like this is beyond yeah. our capacity like we literally <laughs> don't have a part of our website for that you know um, and so yeah flights flights are off so which, uh, if you want to go to London you have to go from I mean, why, uh, sure. from Keplavik still and uh, <laughs> so it goes sorry London I do love you really um, <laughs> but on to monkeypox uh, yeah uh, this seems like we have three now that have gotten the monkeypox yes. in Iceland uh, this is not seem like our chief epidemiologist mm-hmm. Thorolf Gudnason. He's still he's still there he's still at the there. moment. He has re- he has officially resigned, but he, he's still in post right now. Exactly, uh, and he has said that this is not perhaps uh, uh, like he's not that worried about this. Mm-hmm. He thinks this will not explode and become something uh, that they can't handle. Yes, uh, nobody is in quarantine because of this actually, which is interesting in no, itself. Th- what they're quarantining at home. Yeah, like uh, sorry, like uh, the, the, of course the one that are sick yes. are, are quarantining, but there are no no no, no other like uh, affected, no other contacts, yeah, yes, no other contacts yep, that have happened. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, so uh, they say that they like the people are not seriously sick. These are all men, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, and they basically just need to go through the course of the sickness, I guess. And this is not. They say that this, there will be more cases. Yes, and also. This is actually interesting in one element, and this is just, uh, I'm just spitballing here. Oh boy. Uh, this is how it could go. The thing is, like, when it comes to Icelanders and one-night stands, mm. uh, we are we are quite careless. Uh, and uh, if if there is a prime, like, uh, situation for a silly thing like monkeypox... Absolutely. Uh, Reykjavik would be that, basically, because Icelanders are not that... Uh, <laughs> I, I mean... We've all been young and such, but uh, yeah, Icelanders are very liberal when it comes to anything. Listen, here's the deal. Uh, you think, you know, monkeypox, it's in the news, but really the numbers of sexually transmitted infections in the Icelandic population yes. is unbelievable. It's staggering. I they have like, you have like, a, you have, I'm comp- keeping myself yeah. completely <laughs> out of there. Icelanders, Icelanders have a, <laughs> some like, I think... Uh, antibiotic resistant strains of uh, gonorrhea <laughs> and chlamydia like it's extreme so the we, fact yeah, we, that we are actually I think we're st- still the, the European like champions in chlamydia listen you've got to win at something yeah I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it <laughs> the euros of STIs um so you know that this this is the concern yeah. because there is this kind of culture here. And yeah, and this uh, the, uh, the thing is that the, our chief epidemiologist, this is a very proper like uh, older gentleman. Yep. he has been uh, in the news and encouraging young people to be safe uh, yes. when it comes to uh, sex and such. Yep, because of this. 
So if you are a, a young Icelander living in Iceland, I think it's not actually much of a problem with anyone else. <laughs> then, uh, yeah, keep this in mind. You you might be have some horrible uh, mm -hmm. like so like it's so like uh, nasty. This like yeah, this it doesn't box. look nice. But yeah. then to be it's fair, a, selfie, a lot of these yeah, <laughs> a lot of these uh, sexually transmitted infections are not pleasant. Uh, although yeah. some of them are untraceable, so do and go and get tested um, and untraceable but don't necessarily have symptoms. Um, but it is important to talk about this within this context because obviously there is this continuing rhetoric where... Um People are talking about the way that um, monkeypox is spreading within the gay and queer community. Now, yeah, that right. is the case. That is happening. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it is not unique in terms of sexually transmitted infections in um, Iceland and beyond. So everyone should be aware and everyone should be uh, practicing safe sex mm -hmm. and getting tested regularly um, and... At the moment, it looks like it's not going to become a, a, a serious thing. No, uh, hopefully not. Uh, and uh, I mean, let's see how it goes. Uh, but uh, the pandemic, uh, talking about yeah, pandemics, <laughs> uh, the, the the COVID pandemic is still uh, like there's an uptick uh, actually happening. Yes, we are having like well over hundred cases now every day, uh, which is uh, quite high uh, for Icelanders. But it's not much of a worry. Uh, I think uh, well over 90% of us are vaccinated or had the virus before and mm -hmm, so on. Mm -hmm. It's like a combination of these uh, things. There uh, are some new strains um, that they've been testing for, but they are, if you have been, um, they're, they're new strains strains of the Omicron variant. And yeah, yeah, yeah. they are saying at the moment that the, the vaccinations, if you've been vaccinated, they still hold and they cover these new strains yeah. very effectively. But what we always look at here is not how many are getting the, like the disease, like the virus every day, mm -hmm. but how many end up in the hospital. Yes. It's all about the hospital in the end. Mm -hmm. And we have 13 people uh, at the hospital. I think one is in an intensive care. Uh, which is perhaps not that much actually for the for how many are uh, getting the the virus. Yeah. Meaning that these people are perhaps mostly younger, like healthier people. Uh, but the the chief epidemiologist again, uh, Thorolf Gudnason, mm -hmm. he has been encouraging people with underlying sickness or people 80 years old or older uh, to get the vaccination. And of course, this is still available. Also, if you're listening to this and you're perhaps uh, like a migrant worker or or just uh, whatever whatever you do in Iceland, yes. you can you can get this for free and it's not not even, an issue. I believe even if you're not uh, registered yeah. as living here and you need to check that out, but you yeah. don't certainly don't need. Uh, uh, you used to have to they used to scan barcodes and stuff, but you don't need this. You can also just yeah. go and get vaccinated. This is quite painless. Uh, it's uh, very uh, very quickly done and. Uh, You'll you'll get a, a small sting in your arm, like in your in your shoulders, but uh, it's definitely worth doing. It's definitely worth it. <laughs> anyway, weather. Uh, let's go on to that for now. Yeah. Um. It's uh. It's been a really nice week, but it's starting to get overcast again. Yeah. The, thi the thing is, of course, the, the it's always the the east uh, in Iceland. Like if it's if it's uh, cloudy in Reykjavik or in mm -hmm. the south southwest of Iceland. Uh, then we we have sun in the in the 
in the east yes. or Eilstaður. So they, they're going to have 17, 17 degrees today on Tuesday. Yes. And this is incredibly high, actually. Absolutely. So the temperatures for the for the rest of the week are ranging between 10 and 18 degrees, which is pretty nice. But com- with that is coming some mixed weather. Um, for Tuesday in south, in the southeast, um, between 3 and 10 metres per second with rain or drizzle, but partly cloudy and mostly dry in the northeast and east Iceland. Rain showers in most places, uh, with the least in the northeast and east parts. Um, and going on for the rest of the week, Wednesday follows a very similar pattern. We're looking at rain in the south and west, but the east is still staying pretty nice. Suddenly has a partly cloudy. Um, uh, temperatures again similar Um, Thursday we're expecting rain in Reykjavik uh, partly cloudy elsewhere temperatures again 8 to 18 Celsius warmest in the northeast part and then going into the weekend uh, becoming northerly winds with rain in the south at first and then in the east becoming fair in the west the opposite exactly as you say um cooler temperatures though between 7 and 13 degrees and into saturday stiff westerly winds and rain in the west but elsewhere dry weather becoming warmer so you know yeah. mixed but we have another holiday because there's just holidays all the time at the moment on well, friday well this is not just a holiday this is a <laughs> national day national uh independent day independence day uh this is the the birthday of jón sigurson our uh, like he is like our George Washington of, of Iceland, just a bit taller version of him. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so there is going to be uh, a lot of festivals, uh, festival like uh, activity uh, yes. in Reykjavik, and all all of the neighborhoods and also the, the smaller towns. It's really nice to see this actually. The Boy Scouts are uh, the scouts are like walking yep. with uh, these flags and. Uh, the brass bands, what do you call it? Bra- brass. Yeah, uh, brass, yeah, brass bands. Brass bands playing all over, yeah. like quite quite badly, but often okay. Whoa, shots <laughs> fired. What do you have against the brass bands? Yeah, no, it's a really uh, special day. Right. So if you are in Iceland at the moment, if you're just uh, visiting, you might be surprised when uh, the centre of a lot of towns are closed to yeah. traffic and it's just full of people on the streets parading and having a nice time. Uh, a bit about, about the roads, though. Yes. Uh, the roads are... Uh, well, they are not actually warning us anymore about the plot- potholes, sorry, <laughs> uh, which, is, uh, which is nice. That's yes. done. I think they have, uh, they have fixed that. Uh, they are fixing the roads uh, all the time. There are a lot of uh, constructions going on here and there. That's the main thing uh, to pay attention to at the yeah, moment, I would say. You have to, uh, the best way to see this is uh, on the, like, on roads uh, in Iceland, like, uh, what are called, like, roads.is. Road.is. Yeah. Uh, and, yep, and the link well, to that will be in the description as well. And you well. can also go to the Twitter to see it. It's, it's quite comfortable there. Uh, and and also keep in mind that the Highland is, is still not open. Uh, yes. It, it opens later in June, obviously, often often in, often in this week, actually. Yes. But uh, it hasn't opened yet. Not all of it. Some of the roads have now opened into the Highlands, but most are still closed. So do yeah. check that out. Um, you don't want to be driving in a place that's officially closed, even if you can yeah. doesn't mean you should <laughs> yeah, exactly and it, 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 there are various reasons for this and especially if you're on, you're on a rental car yes. this is not a good idea <laughs> you don't want to break down there no one's no. going to come get you <laughs> anyway that's it from us today we'll be back next week um, and please remember as well to rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts it really helps us helps other people find the show um, anything you want to add Valor any final words 
Well, not really. Just uh, still, still, just go to church and rate it. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, I want to encourage the bishop to like have shorter masses. It's like that's my only constructive uh, criticism today. Shout out to the bishop. Okay, well, that's all from us, and uh, have a good week. Yes. We'll see you next time.